Sunrise every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. 101.9 High FM, Chai Chinuch, We are back as we do. Uh, every Monday between 2 to 3 where we discuss education, we discuss uh, our community, we discuss the world, how to make ourselves better people, how to make the world a better place, how to be a place that it's pleasant to live in and we actually can influence the people around us to be better people, carry on the legacy and move on. As we just came out of the wonderful, wonderful days of Purim, uh, day of Purim, days of Purim, it depends where you are in the world and it depends how much um, memories you take with you from Purim and how much effect uh, some of the things you drunk took with you. Anyway, so the days of Purim, which was, I'm sure, fascinating for all of us, uh, very strong, powerful, happy moments. Uh, just as we've mentioned last year, we even had a proper interview, but this year just to touch on, uh, the beautiful, beautiful sight of hundreds of boys sitting on the day of Purim in their beautiful costumes, uh, all dressed up to unbelievable creative things with their parents sitting and learning, taking a time, one hour out of their day, forgetting the drinking, the jumping, the running, the dancing, the funny, everything fun and just enjoying each other's in the most pleasant beautiful way of sitting and learning fascinating recommended well done Yeshiva Smorecha Tzadik everybody who did in that part very very impressive so from Purim there is nothing we can do to avoid the travel straight into Pesach which is probably one of the most stressful times in the year to prepare for uh, for mothers for kids, spouses, for everybody, actually. Uh, I think Pesach is a very, 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 very stressful time. And nothing more suitable than discussing uh, how do we keep our houses calm? How do we have authority and boundaries, relationships, communication between parents and kids? And just passing these days in the most powerful, relaxing way. Any thoughts that you have about that or about anything regarding what we speak about or regarding what's on your mind in education, please send it in. 061-895-1019 is the WhatsApp line. 061-895-1019. is the SMS line. You could always call in at 010-140-3020. We're going to start the show with Hazel Ehrenband. Hazel Ehrenband, I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. If not, we'll hear very shortly. She's a psychologist. She's she's a social worker. But really, her main part is her private clinic that she has about communication, working with parents, working with kids, working with families, making the world a pleasant, nice uh, place and special place for people to be together come and we're going to be discussing with her later on we're going to have in the show Rabbi Brazil who came in for a few days from overseas he's going to come in at the later part of the show lots to discuss lots to hear stay tuned with us so good afternoon thank you so much for being with us Hazel good afternoon thank you for did I pronounce the name properly you did I did absolutely uh, okay I'm getting starting to get proud of myself Okay, so comes Pesach, and comes the most stressful time of the year. And your position in your practice, you do communication, you work with parents, with kids. Tell us a bit about what you do in the practice. Okay, my focus is on 
clinical work. Okay. I do do parental counselling. Okay. I do a lot of child therapy. Um, I also do marital therapy. My attempt is to help the world be a better place. And our homes um, to be a calm place and a place to be. Our homes to be a calm place. Okay. My belief is that we live very much in a world of instant gratification. Parents are totally stressed whilst trying to run a home, earn a living, schlepping their child to music, art, dance, soccer. Mm. It's unbelievable the stress and the, the tolerance that everybody needs in so many positions and things. It's very stressful, as you're saying. Absolutely. And more than years before, we can say. I would say it's much harder. Okay. Your child t- today lives in a way harder world than they did years ago. Which is so interesting because we would think that it's such an easier world with all the communications and the social media and the phones and you're stuck in traffic. You could still make sure you're doing your business through the phone and things. But we didn't. But at the end of the day, we actually see it harder. Why is that? Absolutely, Rabbi. Um, because we're living in a world of instant gratification because of social media. Because of the stresses, we're so desperate to make our children happy that we give in to all their demands. Our world today is you switch on the television and you see it. Any shop you go into um, is filled with millions of things that your child's going to want is there even Difficult. a way to satisfy our children, or the more we'll get, the more they'll want? The more they'll get, the more they'll want. Okay. And there's an added factor here. Parents have difficulty saying no to their children. <laughs> they try and become their child's best buddy. Okay. Um, they're not their child's friend. They're their child's guider, parent, helper. Okay. It's interesting. From the, it, I, we see that a lot with parents that actually, uh, as you said, try to be their, parent, their child's best friend. Are the children even interested in parents that are their best friends? Or they want their parents to be authority, guidance, putting boundaries, controlling, not controlling them, but controlling the house, knowing that there's order at home. Uh, just to know that they they need what they need and they get it because somebody's in charge and making sure everything's happening. Absolutely. Children don't want their parents to be their friends. They want their parents to be there as parents, to guide, to parent, to control, especially your younger child needs the routine. Well, all children do. Um... They need the controls. They need the known in life. And that's a parent's job. So where's the, ba- the, the balance? Because 
we see a generation, as I hear many times from uh, professionals, uh, as yourself, that the kids do want leaders at home. They want their parents to guide them, to put the boundaries, to run the things. But I hear from parents that the parents do want to be friends with their kids. Do the parents have to give up on that? Or there's a way to find like the middle way in the middle? What parents need is an open relationship with their children, with firm boundaries and good lines of communication. But we talk about communication. So what is communication? Communication is not just talking. Bigger part of communication making light is listening. Now. Okay, there are actually three parts to communicate. Okay. There's when you communicate, your timing is really important. Don't try and have a long discussion with your child, especially about behaviours that you don't approve of or whatever. Um, when your child is preparing for an exam, don't talk to your children when emotions are high. Wait for things to calm down. Second part, communication. So sensitive for timing is timing is important for, for communication. Which, Com- as you're saying it, it's actually a fascinating point because we live in a world of no timing. Because we live in the world of of uh, cell phones. I mean, when I come into the studio for an hour. There are some people that are looking for me, and I actually have to tell them, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be available for the next hour, which means um, the world expects us to be available all the time. Absolutely. So we, we kind of probably even lost the sensitivity for timing. Absolutely. Okay. And that ties in with our world and our almost feelings of entitlement to instant gratification when I want to talk to you I need to talk to you right now exactly especially on WhatsApp if I saw two blue ticks then that's it I mean you're not answering me for like four minutes already what's going to be absolutely you cannot talk to someone when they're not listening exactly so timing is step number one very important in communication and so talking about timing, it's about time for our first break of advertisement. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, Chai Chinuch, We are back. We're, I'm in studio here with Hazel Ehrenbund. Did I get it right this time? You did. Thank Good. you. Okay. <laughs> and you are a psychologist and a social worker, but more than everything, you have your own practice where you work on relationships, on uh, parentals, uh, just everything that happens at home, marriage, um, kids, uh, everything, basically. Uh, and we are discussing now communication. So just before we continue our discussion about communication, to remind everybody, the first part of communication that's the most important one as you said is timing when to talk make sure you're focused you don't talk to your child when they're busy when it's not the right time timing for communication is a step one of communication anything that you think about and you want to add to that conversation three four five one nine is the sms line oh six one eight nine five one oh one nine Oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine. Anything you want to add on communication or about anything we're talking about, please feel free or call oh one zero one four zero three zero two zero. So we're back into the conversation. 
Hazel. Okay, so we said step one of communication is the timing. Step two. Step two is your verbal message, your use of words, what you say to the child. Okay, which we don't take seriously enough, probably. We don't realize how much our child is listening to every note we say. Sometimes we need to go down with your younger child to the level of the child. We often say things and mean something else. Okay. Our messages are often not congruent. Okay. And perhaps... Are you, are you talking about the message that's not congruent or also about, let's say, being cynical or things well, like that? Sarcasm, being cynical, okay. is an absolute double-bind message. It's an incongruent message. It leaves mm-hmm. a child with a question mark. What is my parent actually saying to me? Um, what is the message I'm hearing? Remember, there's always a gap between your sender of a message to your receiver of a message. When you talk to your child... Or talk to anyone. You want to close the gap as far as possible. You need clarity. You need to say what you mean. Mean what you say. Think before you say it and choose the words. Absolutely. Okay. Think before you say it. Okay. So we said step one is timing. Step two is what what are the words we use? What are we saying? um, And getting straight to the point. Next point. To me, the most important part of communication is your use of non-verbals. Okay, this is a big one, which means? So, eye contact, tone of voice, leaning forward, showing your child that you are Engage with your child, that you're listening, that you're hearing. Okay. Well, you mean not while you're texting on your cell phone to talk to your child? Texting on your cell phone? (laughs) We're not going to go there. We're going to mean to the child that you're not overly interested in your child. Not as important as a cell phone. The child could come. Absolutely. Okay. So many solid communication skills that I would like to share with parents. Okay. Because they work. Um, I'll explain the benefits as we go along. So let's start with the actual um, things we can use. The one is called reflective listening. Now, Mm -hmm. reflective listening, you're using yourself as a reflection. From a mirror. Okay. And showing your child that you understand what they're feeling, what they're saying. You pick up on the meaning, the feeling behind the words and the action. The message, not the words. Yes. And you mirror it back to your child. Okay. So, benefits of that. And you give space to the child to say, that's not what I meant. Absolutely. You're going to be quite tentative. You're not going to be declarative in your use of reflective listening. You're also not going to use it too much. Mm, And how it works is, well, the benefits of reflective listening are 
shows your child that you understand and that you're listening to how they feel, clarifies the message and helps with problem solving. Because when your child feels heard, your child is going to start working through what he's going to do about his problem. So an example might be... So you're taking away the tense from it by... The child, letting the child or spouse, by the way, I'm assuming, oh, yes. or anybody that you we talk to, once they feel heard, then they have more power to deal with what is on their plate right now. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, um, as an example, I'm thinking of examples that I would see oh, in my practice. Um, the child would say to the parent, I hate school. Okay. I'm never going back. Reflective listening is not parroting. It's not repeating the words. Listen, what is my child actually saying? Pick up on that and okay. say to your child, it sounds like you had a really bad day today. Completely. Which is also, I think, um, a different topic. We're not going to discuss it today. Um, but the stress that I hear from parents sometimes when their child says, I hate school. Um, they get very nervous, and it surprises me because I don't know many of the parents that when they were in kids' school, they loved every minute of it. I mean, they had a nice social life, and they like like to go maybe, but school was stressful, and it is stressful for many, many people throughout uh, all the years, which means I, maybe we take it too seriously, and we get too scared whenever our child says, I hate school. Very much so. And it ties in with, sure, parenting styles, parents being able to say no to their children. Parents are scared of making their children unhappy. Um, Why? Because that reflects in them as bad parents? What's the reason? I think it's with all the stress and all the running around and you mentioned Pesach earlier, we mm-hmm. kind of like feel guilty that we're not spending enough time with our children. So we that lose our confidence, I guess. Yes. And that mm-hmm. affects many areas. Mm-hmm. Many areas. Okay. As I said, being able to say no to your child is so important. Another very important concept is... Just to remember, the first one we said was timing. The second was using the proper words, choosing the words. The third one we said was actually the physical and nonverbal communication, like listening, uh, uh, looking eye to eye, uh, being in a close uh, position, etc. And step four is... No, there are three steps. Three steps. I'm okay. talking about skills we can use. Uh, skills we can use. Okay. To enhance our communication with our children. Okay. Let me just say, anybody who wants to add or listen or share or ask anything, please three four five one nine is the SMS line. Oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine is the WhatsApp line. Anything you want to ask Hazel yourself, and I'm sure you'll be happy to answer. Okay. Absolutely. So, what is the next point? The next point is our use of iMessages. Okay. iMessages are so important because they, the 
exact opposite of you messages. You messages, we yell at our children. Remember, children emulate, model on parents. So if you yell at your child, absolutely for sure, your child is going to be yelling at a friend or at others, which goes totally against what we're trying to teach our children, which is compassion, which is hearing, which is building self-esteem, resilience. So So how can somebody identify what he's saying if if it's a you or I? Give us, maybe let's get a bit of tools in that area. You messages are blaming, critical, okay. judgmental. I messages talk about behavior. The facts. Yes. Without blaming and just... How you as a parent feel about the behavior. Okay. And think about it. It's not normally the behavior that worries the parent. It's the consequence that the behavior will have that bothers the parent. So okay. how you... Use an I message is when you jump on the table, I get really angry because you might hurt yourself. Or I get really worried because you may fall off and hurt yourself. Which means it's not blaming and it's something that is reality. The child can't say you're not worried or you're not... Because you're not accusing the child for anything. Absolutely. You're talking about how you feel about the behavior that bothers you. Okay. What that does is, benefit of using iMessages, you get cooperation from the child. Okay. Mm. But let's say, now we're going to go on to um, setting boundaries, setting limits. Let's say the child says, well... I'm jumping. I want to jump. What is the parent going to do? Is the parent going to yell at the child, get off the table? Or is the parent going to give the child a choice? Either jump on the floor um, or on your trampoline outside um, or sit on the floor. Okay, which means... What, what, I've, what I'm picking up is that when I need to put a boundary in, instead of saying no, I try a different option. Say, with the no about jumping on the table, there always comes a yes, go jump on the trampoline. Yes, you can give a choice, but there are going to be many situations that you're not going to give a choice, that okay. you're going to just say no. To give an explanation for the no, I have no problem with. Mm. But parents do need to realize and acknowledge there is a place for no. No, you cannot swim in the middle of winter. Okay. Um, so we need to f- define. So when? How do we define it? Because we are running out of time. Uh, but it's uh, we just started. I mean, we're going to have to find a way to to fill this in a different time. Um, but how do we find the no? There are times that we say no, and there are times that we say um, do this instead of this. What would be the balance? I would, it depends on the situation. Okay. It depends on. 
one would like to give a choice. We need to make our children aware of consequences for our behavior. We need to be firm but kind. We want to focus on the present. We want to show respect to our children. Um, remember, they're no bad children. They're bad choices. Okay. And it's our responsibility to help the children make the choices and put them in the right place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I feel like the more we're going into this conversation, we need more and more um, time and information to go in to get deeper. So, unfortunately, since our time has kind of got to the end, the end I, I normally don't do this on the radio, but Hazel, would you be willing to come in again to continue this topic and go into boundaries properly? Um, most definitely. most definitely. Okay, so if we just summarize up what we had uh, regarding the the um, communications, I think we spoke about the timing for the communication, the physical um, uh, gestures, not only the verbal, and choosing the words prop the words properly, being clear in the message, making sure everything's put in place properly. Boundaries. Um, I think we do need another time to discuss. Thank you. It's Thank been amazing. If anybody wants me. to be in touch with you directly, do you have an email address or something you want to share with the listeners? My email address is Hazel, okay. J-A-10, okay. at gmail.com. Okay, it's Hazel, J-A-10, at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us. It's fascinating. There's so much more to see and so much more to learn. We didn't even touch on so many things that we spoke about previously, like bullying. I, I don't even want to raise them up. The, the listeners are going to be uh, anxious to hear already. As we said, everything has to happen now. So we will get back to this discussion uh, later on in uh, different programs. Thank you so much for being with us. And we will please got to be in touch. Thank you for asking me. That was Hazel Ehrenband speaking about boundaries, communication, um, and just, I guess, the way to make life calm and proper in these days. 101.9, we will be right back. We need a short break, and we're just continuing the discussion with Rabbi Brazil. Rabbi Brazil is here from overseas and literally had to beg to get him to, on the show to share a bit of wisdom and points. 101.9 High FM, short break, we'll be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, Chai by G. We are back to the last final part of today's show. And today's topic would be Chinuch. Which means, I mean, the show is called Chai Chinuch, so I mean, nothing could be more appropriate to discuss it. We're very privileged. Uh, Rabbi Avigdor, I think, uh, Brazil, is here visiting in South Africa on a mission to influence the community, to be in touch with the community, with the various communities, with the learners, with the youth, with the younger people, with the older people, with everybody, really, in creating a better place to be and to live in for personal growth, for our uh, just identity, who we are, what we're doing here. And I've asked him to come into the show to discuss a bit what are our main challenges today in Chinuch? What are the foundations of Chinuch? What do we need to do to actually 
meet our goals and maybe how do we put the goals in place? How do we actually take our journey seriously and do what we're meant to? Good afternoon, Rabbi Rizzo. Thank you so much for being with us. Good afternoon. Thank you so much. So I think the, the most simple question, what are the main challenges that are new for our generation that we haven't seen in the past that we need to kind of prepare ourselves for? Right. That's an excellent question. Um, and we could go on and on. We only have a restricted amount <laughs> yeah. of time. So Unfortunately. So I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this. There's, there'll be two main things, and it's all of our own making. This generation has made the problem, and uh, we're eating it, so to speak. You know, we've got to swallow what we created. Number one... This generation is also us. Us, us, yeah. It's us. It's the adults. Number one, I would say, but this is, this is a general point, and this applies to adults as well. And where we get a problem in Chinuch, because we're talking about children, particularly in youth, I would deal with sort of the adolescent stage, the coming-of-age stage, etc., is as follows. The access that people have... To, and when I talk about the internet, I do not mean, if you like, the bad stuff in the internet. Just the the way there's an there's an easy access to things far beyond what once upon a time a person could do, could influence and be influenced by, could influence and be influenced by, and that applies to adults as well. Now, if you've got children who are not responsible, and everyone understands, even the children themselves understand it, if we could could really um, absorb that idea, children get it as well. They're not yet responsible, and you're giving them nuclear bombs to play around with. And and it's so easy to access. You get into something, you can look at something, you can see something, be part of something, and it's so easy to do. Nowadays, it's so easy to do something which in the old days would have taken hours, days, weeks to get into and could easily be prevented. Here, they can do it so quickly and then they could bomb out and then you're stuck. So, so that's is, one problem. So, so this challenge I want, I want to discuss because this is a, a well-known uh, difficult situation. However, it's like we know that we're giving kids weapons. Um, we won't let them drive our cars without a license. Well, I hope we won't. And we won't let them access to things that could be dangerous. And here, we're, we're, I don't know, are we scared? Are we nervous? We don't want to be bad parents. What is the, what would be no, it's the mainly, challenge? It, mainly peer pressure, mainly the generation. It's hard to resist what everyone else is doing. Kids see what their friends have and so on and so forth. And it's just out there. And it's so easy. It's so accessible. It's very, very hard. I'm not saying even I have a particular solution to this. But it's, it's worth knowing that that is a massive problem. Anyone who can bring up a child in a way, to a certain extent, protected somehow from that, he's miles ahead of the game. But it, and since most people can't, that is one of the biggest challenges. That's one okay. of them. Okay? Okay. Second challenge. Second challenge of our creating is the way we have removed boundaries between parents of generations, parents and children, and so on and so forth. And therefore, children... Uh, you know, the, the famous line, he's my best friend, my, 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 my daughter is my best friend, we, sh- we share clothes and so on and so forth. Removing the boundaries, when we have in Torah, in Torah, we have Kibbut Avaim, and in Kibbut Avaim, it sets up a certain, even I would say formality, and a certain boundary. When we lose that boundary, then we've lost Chinuch. I, does it even work? For, I know I hear from mothers, she's my best friend. 
Does it work? Do we hear it also from the girls or do we hear it also from the kids, from no, the boys? That's, that's part know, of it. It's, it's yeah. only one side. It's only one sided. But, it, but what it does is when you move the boundaries, you don't look up to the person. There's no distance. And then, the, you know, then just like you could do what you want with a friend and so on and so forth, you've lost, as it were, something which the Torah put in place. There ought to be, there needs to be, there must be some level where this is a parent and this is a child. And since we've smudged that, blurred that, then we've lost, we've lost an immense amount. We've lost a, a, a tool to help in Chinuch is when there's reverence, when there's respect. And in a minimum, it doesn't lose anything. I'll tell you families I know. And it, even on the simplest points of Kibbutz aim to know that it's my parent, this is, this is where I stand and that's where you stand, that is something which, which is the beginning the beginning of the foundation of a healthy chinuch. But when you've lost that, that dynamic, then it's blown. So and that we've done as well. We don't have confidence. We don't trust us. We don't take ourselves seriously as parents. It's, it, I think you, you put what one word you use. There's the lack of confidence to feel that I can't tell them what to do. Or I can't be the nasty one. I can't be the one who restrains, restricts. I don't want to be the distant ones. Unfortunately, parents are lonely. Some they don't have friends, so they, they want to make friends out of their kids. Also, a non-confident type thing. You're quite right. I think it's a lot to do with non-confidence and a lack of knowledge. And a fear, if I actually do it like that, what will happen? Will my child talk to me, etc., etc.? The best, healthiest relationship I've seen is when it's warm, it's loving, but there is respect, and they know a parent is a parent and a child is a child. Yeah, I think also when, when there's distance and boundaries, the, the good word, the warmth, the caring is much more powerful because when it's coming from authority, then it means so much more. No question, no question. And that's what, how the Torah sort of sets it up. I would say the way Torah sets up, and uh, another point I would make, right? Okay. We were talking here about Chinuch. So one of the foundations of Chinuch, and I'd say it in a very funny way, sort of it's an odd way, not funny, but an odd okay. way, is that the best Chinuch is the Chinuch that doesn't happen. Okay, so then we're all experts. If, what? So then we're all experts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we don't do right, it. Right, right. Because we don't do any chinuch, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's right. Exactly. So it's all happening, right? <laughs> what I mean is like this, is is what should really be happening. You see, there's two parts to Kibbut Av, Aim, there are two parts. Something called Kavod, something called Yir'ah. Yir'ah okay. is awe. Kavod is respect. Okay. Kavod has to do with love. Yir'ah has more to do with, if you like, not fear, but awe boundaries. and boundaries and so on and so forth. Okay. Now, what should really happen? The successful mechanech parent, if you like, okay. even How in school. How do we translate that? We can't say educator because it's much more than that. No, chinuch is really creating a person, creating a person to be themselves independent and to, to give them, develop their kochot, in the way that you put into them, that, that I, someone gave me a powers. brilliant example. Of what it is, okay. when you when you grow a crystal, we know chinuch is is to grow, is to the beginning of something. When you grow a crystal, one of the ways you do it is you suspend you suspend threads into a liquid, okay. and round the thread the crystal grows. That's what chinuch should be. You're suspending oh, wow. threads, and okay. round that the child or the, the person you're mechanech grows. So you're giving the space to the child to actually space the child, and they will grow into their into who it. they are, and so on. Wow. But Amazing. what I was saying about this, the non chinuch is like that. What should really be happening? It's a uh, you know be a while to explain it, but we'll just try and do it in one or two words. What should really be happening is you shouldn't really notice your parents in. And that seems to contradict what I said before in, in respect of as follows. In other words, the rules should be so clear that there's no challenge. 
that okay. the best way to bring up a child, I'll give you an example. Let's say lying. Right? This is not a religious point. I know families where the children don't lie. Really? Yeah. Why not? Because it's so obvious, it's been brought out, it's so, uh, such a default in the family not to lie. There's no chinuch involved. Like, there is no book you read about lying. There's no, there's no uh, talking about it. There's no wonderful sort of psychological analysis. It's just not done. It's so not done that this child will never lie. Because the, the kids so the that's right it just absorbed it so that is that is the best chinuch the most automatic default non noticeable influence that's the best chinuch that's yira yira sets the boundaries and it should be boundaries which you don't the kid doesn't even realize he's got and when you grow up you're already past having no choice to do that because you're ready further on. Of course, everyone in their life has independence. Everyone in their life has got their things to grow in. But if you could set them up, that their independence, if you like, begins at a place further on, further on, because they're not going to like, for instance, we're, we're a Dati program here, keeping Shabbat. It's a classic thing. Most kids, most kids from Orthodox houses will naturally keep Shabbat, right? You don't really have to have a fight about it. Why? Because automatic that's your standards that's the standard so you, that is chinuch that's the chinuch of yiro yirah is to set the standard automatic this and is what will happen you don't need to talk about it then the standards you that you put it. into your home right. into your lifestyle right. the kids will imitate you right exactly exactly and okay. I'll tell you a Dvar Torah a small Dvar Torah from my father this was actually I said at his hesped, this is how I said goodbye to him at, uh, while he was sort of oh, wow. lying in front of me, okay. you know, on the way to, to be buried. And one of the last lines I said was that um, he said that we're saying Kriyat Shema as follows, Vishinantam Levanecha, you shall repeat it or teach it to your son, Vidibata Bam, speak in them, Vishivtecha Beveisecho, Velechtecha Vaderech, Uvishachbacha Vukumecho. And that's understood to mean home, when you're when sitting, you're when you're, this is when you should be talking in Torah. He oh, said no. He said, no, okay. what it means is, Vishinantam Levanecha, how do you teach your children? The way you sit at home, the way you walk, the way you lie down, the way you get up, that is Vishinantam Levanecha. Oh, wow. So then I told him, you taught me, because he taught us how to die as well. The last words he said to me were themselves a chinuch. So I said, Dad, you taught me how to die. <laughs> right? But, That'll be latid level. So he oh. told that this, the way you are, that's the best. And that follows the line I just said. There's no deliberate chinuch over there. You're not doing anything, you know, elaborate. You're just making default, as it was, standards, as you put it. And these standards are absorbed and become an integrated, an integral part of who the so child is. come and say, if we have somebody in the car or listening or whatever, they'll come and say, well, so I'm so way behind. Then, if it's all about me and my standards, then why should I even try? Everyone has some sort of standard. You're right, and it, you can't. If someone's way behind in in certain, let's say, in certain religious performance, forever for the sake of argument, okay. so you can't really do that in this way because it's like uh, you know you're telling them not to talk during tefillah and you're nattering away. You tell them not right. to talk because they're bothering you. Your conversation, so to speak. <laughs> Be quiet. I can't hear. I can't yeah, hear myself talking, Dominic. Right? Exactly. Like you hit them. Yeah. So if you do that, so then obviously you've lost the battle. But you have things, and and I, and I agree on that point. You can't really do it like that. You can only do it on things that are you. And that, okay. okay, you're right. So if you if you're starting behind, so you're starting behind. You're right. So basically, it's about personal growth before. 
for uh, it should be it should be it would be it would be the best thing if parents I think George Bernard Shaw has a brilliant line on it but I don't remember the exact quote you could look it up <laughs> how there was no test developed in the, for the benefit of children you know given to parents to be parents like we have a driving test we have everything else but everyone could help a parent you know yeah, whatever yeah. stage right so so i can't i can't we can't cure that, that that's that's and, the fact and that's yeah. our responsibility so yeah. in the, we we really have like two three minutes yeah. left but uh, so one would come and say wow the rabbi just mentioned like three major challenges major major points and, yeah. and it's scary and if we're talking about the biggest challenge of us being unconfident so i'm going to tell you i'll tell you do? exactly what, what to do right brilliant <laughs> So okay. I, my mashkiach, that's my mentor, one of the most famous Balei uh, Musarin generation of Volba, Sichroino Livracha. I think you might have heard of him, right? He, so he, I think he was mentioned not long ago here in the show by Rabbi Brizak, who also okay, called the business. Okay, fine. Rabbi Brizak is a, is a is, mechanic, is, yeah. The, yeah. He's a mechanic. So Rabbi Volba used to give a vad, which is like a, a group sort of meeting uh, sessions, to parents on parenting to men. Okay, he had these sessions on chinuch, on parenting, on how to bring up children. The okay. first session, he just spoke about tefillah. He didn't even mention the word chinuch, didn't mention the word child, didn't mention the word parent. All he spoke about how to daven, how to pray properly. And the message was that nothing's going to happen. It's all going to happen only with, through, by by God, etc. So you're right. We're, in a, we're not in an easy place. We raise some, you know, difficult points. But tefillah, if we try and get ask God with sincerity, because a lot of times you don't want your child to really be the best. You'd rather be right than him succeed. You don't want your child That's to really be sentence. from because right. you aren't that from yourself. So then it's not going to work. But if you right. really genuinely genuinely want the good thing for your child even if you're not so capable and you say God Rabboni Shlonem you do it I really want it this is what I'm all about that's the genuine me I just I just don't know how to do it so well you help me out that'll help but it has to be genuine you do everything you can and yeah. try your best try and, it, yeah. and pray I have to say to Rabbi about that I know we're, we're going late uh, the day before I got married I met um, Rabbi Morcha Druk Zatzal I don't know yeah. Rabbi, yeah. a very big rabbi in Israel yeah. and I asked him about raising children and he told, me, he told me it's very very easy and simple he tells me he says you know when I walk in the street people think I'm not so normal because I talk to myself yeah. but really I always say to him from the day from the day I became a father until whenever I walk in the streets and I dive in he said, all you got to do is that, and it's simple, yeah, yeah, he tells yeah. me. So, <laughs> so I guess on that note. Yeah. Okay, so so really, if we summarize a bit of what the rabbi said, there's a major challenges regarding the weapons that we have, that the yeah. kids are, are, yeah. are influenced, and us as adults as well. Yeah. And major challenges regarding our confidence. And the way to overcome it is to really do our best in caring and praying and Asking Hashem for help and really, uh, and projecting and, real love to the kid, right? Showing right. Be, being a source of warmth and not a source of, no uh, question, uh, yeah. uh, I don't know, criticism and and, right. um, and not use your own issues for your children. Right, and that's very important. Yeah, yeah. well, we could go on that's, and on. And, yeah, well, and, 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 and that Rabbi, thank you so much for being on the very show. Welcome. Was very welcome, a pleasure for us, and good luck here in South Africa. Rabbi. I'm sure everybody could see. Almost every community has the Rabbi over. Just look in your shuls, look at the pamphlet. You'll see um, where to find the, and where to hear the rabbi. This, thank you, Rabbi Brazil. Welcome. 101.9 G. This show has come to an end. Please, God, next week, Monday, 2 to 3, we'll continue discussing.